0: Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I am
1: Travis. And I'm George.
0: Hey, George. Got a favor to ask you this week. Yep. Could you cover my shift at the diner? Uh, <laughs> totally unrelated to this one-eyed guy who's going to come in and harass you about me uh, under a different name. Totally not me, just because he thinks it's me. Guys, we watched A History of Violence. A History uh, of violence a history a violence, yeah. history of violence as opposed to an history of violence which is probably history. how i would have <laughs> probably written it if given the choice uh guys we're doing cronenberg and there is blood george how you doing man i'm good travis how you holding up man gravy now do i understand this correctly that this is a first time watch for both of you tis Ooh. oh it is really tis Ooh. good deal Small disclosure. Uh, This was my favorite movie <laughs> of the year when it came out Uh, back in Ought five. Uh, okay. I went to it completely blind. Uh, Wasn't even a Cronenberg fan at the time. It was just like, oh, hey, this movie sounds scary and violent, and it's got Ed Harris in it, so I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. And my faith was rewarded. So, George, let's start with you. Initial impressions of Cronenberg's A History of Violence. Uh, I
1: think this is my second Cronenberg is that correct yes Yes. but this was
2: not so Cronenberg so technically uh well yeah there there was there was
1: hints of Cronenberg I was I'm pretty sure I saw some Cronenberg um but yeah it's Cronenberg in a in a in a movie that is mostly based totally in reality so the gore was realistic realistic yes very good
2: um it had an old country for old men kind of thing. Or it had the country for old men. No country No for country old for old men. All the countries like
0: for that. all the old men.
1: All the countries for all the old people. <laughs> is it a country for old men or is it no country? No country. This seemed like a country for old men. This was See, a country like the for old men. Yeah. If yeah.
0: you've already yes. seen no country for old men, this is its inverse, the upside down version, a country for old men. Yes. Yeah. So I have uh, two major points.
1: Uh both just two problems. One small, one major. Mm. My one small problem is I did not enjoy the bullies acting. He okay. was terrible. Everyone else was great. Good
2: deal. Good enough. Yeah, he was kinda like stuck in the eighties.
1: Yes. Yeah. And he uh and I wasn't really like on board with the bullies you know, motivation for mm-hmm. being a bully. Uh, I mean, I know that you can't really get into like, get into it too much, but he got really upset about gym class and it just didn't, right. it just didn't seem in proportion. There no yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't, no, it wasn't in proportion to, you know, what that escalated to, mm-hmm. um, my second bigger issue. And it's kind of like an overall, with this movie kind of thing. And I don't even know how I would fix it. The whole thing felt incomplete. Like when the, like literally when the, when the credits started rolling, I said, that's it. Right. And the more I thought about it, I kind of, I was like, you know, it's, it doesn't fit the, the mold that I'm used to. I I think Dan talked, uh, uh, before about American movies have like three acts or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it didn't follow that normal mold, right? It was more like a, kind of like a stage play, like how yes. a stage play would play out. Um, I didn't, I, so I didn't hate it. The only thing I kept thinking, like, after watching it and kind of thinking about it a little bit, was um, there's a movie that I think did it way better, and it's Road to Perdition. It's a different era. It's a different time, but it's still that guy that's, you know, involved with violence and is trying to escape it. Escape it. Keep his family from it. Keep his family innocent, kind of thing. And that is a very long movie. It's a it's a a commitment, mm. but it's complete and it's very very good.
0: Travis, what would you think, man, um, first time in?
2: I had, I wouldn't say the same problems, but I, I did laugh off the bully. It was very, like, uh 1983, you know. I was like, okay. But I like that sometimes, so I was willing to look past it. Um, The movie's good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed all the performances. Um, my issue was the i i didn't mind the abrupt ending cuz it kind of reminded me there's a couple movies one came out recently with um uh driver what's uh what's adam driver where uh i think scarlet johansson where they play a married couple and it starts uh, kind of like the breakup too like it starts off um
0: that's the one where they scream at yeah. each other in the living room right uh, i saw yeah, the clip but i like haven't a, seen the movie because I saw the clip, <laughs> so I didn't watch the movie. But it was kind of like, uh,
2: it, it was a window into this found these people, and you got a bit, and then at the end, you can you can assume what happens. You can assume they work it out. You can assume of later on they get a divorce. You can assume all these things. They yeah. kind of leave it open You for can that. assume anything. Right, and I, I kind of was fine with that. I, I liked that part of it, because it let me be the, the writer of the end if I wanted to. But it was fine the way it ended because the story was told. My issue with the story was there wasn't enough there. Like you said, it felt incomplete. And I think I was thinking to myself, and they might have addressed this, but I might have missed it because it's a first watch. Was he, he was not a split personality, right? No. So he was hiding that and there was no. Okay. So that was fine. But I think that a little bit more of a window into that life that he led, maybe in some flashbacks or something, just to see it. I mean, it was enough that Ed Harris was explaining it, but I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of see his incidents, maybe his history a little bit more, his history of violence. Yeah. Um. But I was fine how they did it. It just kind of made the meeting of the brothers a little weak because there was no history there. I mean, it was yeah. kind of like a quick reveal that that was his brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of mentioned it earlier. But it was, to me, I would have liked to see a little bit more interaction of them before he moved to where yeah. he was with his family. Yeah. um, That would have been cool. And I think the... Uh, a Backstory on those two guys in the beginning... Was not necessary, but they were so friggin' interesting, dude. That I wanted. Those. I. It reminded me of the two guys from Dust of Dawn. Like I just want to know yeah. more about those guys. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and it, they, the fact that I know there was kind of like a Drew Barrymore thing where it's like, okay, we're going to show these guys, we're going to make them important, and then yeah. they're not the real story. So I was yeah. like, okay, I, I was fine with that, but they were so damn interesting. Yeah. I was just like, I want, I want that movie well, too.
1: If you want that movie, it's called. No
2: country for old men. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then that Harris character, I, I, I wish that we got more backstory. I mean, you're getting it. You're finding out why he looks the way he looks, but I, I love Ed Harris. Uh, everything he's in, you give him 10 pages of dialogue or 100 pages, and it's all going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, put him on a motorcycle in uh, like, medieval uh, mm-hmm. knight's armor, and... You got yourself a movie, <laughs> guys. When do we watch Night Riders? Uh, I have to. Know. I guess eventually. George Romero, it
2: fits. But all in all, I, I, it's definitely a movie I'll watch again. I liked, I liked the relationship between the husband and wife, but everything seemed rushed. Like you said, it felt incomplete because they, they were trying, they were trying to get you to the point where, uh, to show you how much they love each other, so that it hurts more when, when. The betrayal happens, yeah, but that to me it just seemed like they were rushing to certain things that they were kind of not savoring the the good parts of this movie like i I really enjoyed that relationship, him and his son too, even though like when they had their battle there's still there's still a respect there, and there's a lot of history there that I would have liked to see too, mhm, so it's just more.
0: How long <laughs> do you want this movie Dude, to be? I how Kevin? long is
2: this movie? It was, it's
1: okay. like an hour yeah, 40. It's, it's
0: pretty
2: 25 minutes of pretty
0: good
1: light. because and it's a good movie because I watched it for an hour and 40 minutes and I didn't feel like it was anywhere close to ending and no. I was okay with that. When it ended, I was like, "Oh my gosh."
2: Yeah, when he got to the John Hurt part, the his brother when he went yeah. to the mansion, I was like I, I hit like, the info, like, I was like, oh my god, there's only like 10 minutes left. Like, this is the middle of the <laughs> yeah. movie, right? No. When he goes it.
1: to see his brother, is what I was thinking yeah. when I was watching it. I wasn't looking at the info and the and where I was in it, just like, it felt like when he went to see his brother, that was like the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. the second act.
2: The roadhouse part. <laughs> it's the uh, roadhouse uh, part of the movie.
1: And it didn't seem long, at a, an hour and 40 minutes, it did not seem that long. It could have been a two and a half hour movie, and it probably would have been great, mm-hmm. if it was all done this way. It was, it's fine
2: by me.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't
2: complain. It was a short movie, but I, I just wanted more meat.
0: Well, and I think if you watch it again, uh, you will see that there is more meat on those bones than you thought. It's just you, on your first watch, you don't take it all in. Uh, this is one, I've watched it four times now uh, over the years, and every single time I watch it, I like it more, and I, I see it's more of a complete picture than I originally thought, because it's not the movie I thought it was gonna be, you know. And as you your expectations change for what the movie is, you'll find that it actually is pretty complete for the movie it wants to be. But it's not the HBO ten episode miniseries mm-hmm. that they could have done in yep. this universe. You know, it's it's a different beast altogether. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I do have one major nitpicky technical issue. Um, this is probably the most Dan comment of the week. So guys pull up a chair. Here's the thing. The bully hits a long high fly ball Mm -hmm. to right field. And he starts doing Mm -hmm. like the pimp walk, like, oh yeah, bitches. I just hit my home run. There's no fence. Right. No. Um, even if the kid doesn't catch it, the pimp walk, he's going to be out by second base. So that doesn't make any sense, uh, at all. For a softball right. player, and it's like, softball, same baseball. Can we get a technical advisor? You know what movie has great softball action, boys? Beer League. Uh,
3: yes. Sleepaway <laughs> Camp.
0: See, <laughs> once again, Sleepaway Camp is the superior movie. <laughs> oh God, eat shit and live. <laughs> I mean, actually, <laughs> this movie, this movie falling after Sleepaway Camp and Showgirls is not the happy accident. That right. Travis thought it was. I mean, this movie is doing a lot of the things we've been discussing in those last two movies in a completely different way. And the one time it's not as successful is the softball scene. Sorry, point right. goes to Sleepaway Camp on that one.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, like if they, you know, those those uh orange net fences. Yeah, like mm-hmm. snow fences or whatever. I'm talking about. about? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even if they had one of those set up. As the fence for the ball field, I mean, I've seen fences like that yeah. at high schools. That's normal. Doesn't have to be expensive. Oh. Just set up something. CGI something, that something shit. yeah, something for him to catch the ball right in front of. Right. Absolutely, I agree. So, I I agree.
0: And then they should obviously cut to, uh, the "I Play in Right Field" song by Peter Paul and Mary, and then show the kids celebrating mm. at a Pizza Hut. 90s kids know what I'm talking about. Yeah, pizza.
2: Chicken. Chick. <laughs> Although I, I still think I, I totally missed that whole fence thing because I was so angry at how stupid the bully situation was. Like, there there should have been, even in the opening credits, they could have shown something to, sh- to show history between these two. Like, there's no reason why he should get that mad that fast.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying that in this movie a character is behaving in a way without enough historical explanation. Not historical. I just, the, the, I mean, it sounds like the whole movie, the whole point is, you know, this is the now you figure out the history. We're not going to give it to you. You were spending the whole movie decoding a history. And this is just a further uh, microcosm of that.
2: But it works for everything but the bully. It works for every character, not knowing, but figuring it out. I don't want to figure him out. He's so cliche, and so he, he was just not well written.
1: Yeah, I think if you just had less bully. Yeah. He like, was just if like... he had less lines, like fewer lines, less to say, just don't even try to f- put any kind of motivation there in the dialogue and just just make him a dick. Yeah, that would be enough <laughs> he, you know he doesn't definitely. have to have any motivation like oh you caught my fly ball you think you're right. hot shit just like make that. Him a dick. just make him a dick yeah. he's a dick he doesn't have it doesn't no have to motivation. be related to any classes or whatever it doesn't have to be like you know he's you know his ex-girlfriend is trying to date him or something right. you know like it there doesn't have to be anything there i think the fact that there was something there that was just underwhelming is worse you know (laughs) than having nothing there
3: but it's a a small week but I
0: think you have to know the director and the writer are having a conversation how much bully do we have to give these people so that when the son gets in a fight with him and beats the shit out of him Mm -hmm. Christmas story style uh, we don't think the kid is a homicidal maniac he's been pushed we we are Mm -hmm. on his side it's true you know so you've got to have enough Scott Fargus up front for Ralphie to be able to kick his head in that's and not true. look like a crazy person. As
2: long as Scott Fargus isn't like that eighties bully. That's all. That's maybe.
0: Give me I a, mean, give me a 90s seriously. bully. Seriously,
2: I mean, this is not You want
0: those thirties? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <all about. laughs> yeah, Boardwalk Empire <laughs> style. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's when yes, Christmas was, Story yeah. takes place, right?
3: Isn't that the thirties? Yeah. So
0: I mean, there you go. Oh, is that the thirties? Yeah, it is the thirties. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Now you yeah. get
2: yours. That's yeah. why they don't Black have TV. Bots? Remember? With the yeah, it's all it is the 30s or 40s. Yeah, the, it's the Depression. Oh my God! It seems really. It seems so
1: 70s or 80s to me. No, it was well, made in the 80s because it was
0: made in the 80s. But it is it is portraying my time wow. You guys before. just blew my
1: mind
2: <laughs> on a movie that we didn't
0: even yeah. watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did not, but we should.
2: I don't know what night they run that, but we should probably watch that.
0: Oh, do they? Do people still watch? But no, I'm just kidding. I just got the 4K okay, Hooray! Were, Christmas uh, story. a
2: re, not a reboot, a sequel on Peacock. I think is coming out. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Everybody yeah, has I, come I, back. I am, I am hesitant about that.
2: <laughs> I, so am I. But
0: I'll they still got watch everybody it. back. Well, but, th- but not I'll the mom. Didn't they not get the mom back she, at that point? She, why did she die? I don't know. Isn't she dead? Am I learning a sad new fact live on the air? Mm. I, that's the only thing I can think of as to why she didn't come back. I know oh, that dad yeah. is gone. Well, yeah, but he was like old then. Yeah. All right, it's, now uh, I'm looking out to mom, see if the mom's it? dead. Uh, no, it was Matt Dillon's mom. Not Melinda Matt Dillon's Dillon. Mom. Is that Matt Melinda... Dillon's mom? Might
2: Maybe her, his sister, aunt.
0: She's baby. alive, born in 39. Oh, oh I, thank goodness. Come on, back? Melinda Dillon. What the hell? What else has she got going on? Why even make the movie if you can't get the mom back? That's ridiculous. Unless they Make, wrote her is dead out. in the movie and then that's just sad. Don't yeah. be killing off the mom in Christmas Story. Anyway, back to this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Edit that shit out. The History of Violence. <laughs> uh, David Cronenberg. Dude gets his jaw blown off with a forty-five. That's pretty yeah. nasty.
2: That was the, the, that was so Cronenberg like he's sitting there twitching on the ground. I'm like, okay, there he is. Yeah, there's yeah, the I Cronenberg. Was, this came in a
0: weird is. period for him. He did this and Eastern Promises like back to back, two very grounded, violent, gritty Vigo Mortensen vehicles, um, mm-hmm. both kind of centering around organized crime. It's like a weird period for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if the CGI budget had dried up or. The practical effects guys took a vacation and he snuck two in while they were gone. I don't know what happened. Right. But it's interesting. Uh Outliers compared to The Fly. Although, this movie does have, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, dudes, the first sixty nine yeah. on a movie we've it. covered. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the first. There you go, guys. If you had episode one seventeen is <laughs> When it took us to finally see a sixty-nine on screen, <laughs> Yahtzee, you, you win the pool, the sixty-nine <laughs> pool. Uh, having followed Showgirls, a two-hour oh plus movie, <laughs> just gonna full of nudity with no sexual anything except for those little snippets they intentionally diffuse. The sexual energy of this movie in the cheerleading scene alone yeah. is, yeah, way different scene. The than the Showgirls
3: scene. It is Holy the shit. opposite, <laughs> the opposite of show. <laughs> yeah, cards. yes, yes.
2: abs, absolutely. Um, there's passion in all avenues of this movie.
0: Yeah. Well, and then Oof. the the stair scene. Oh my god! Like, yeah, that just was. This just seemed uncomfortable. The thing about this movie that I love is it keeps well, it you as back. an audience off yeah. balance the entire time. And for that stair scene to start with him being violent, and you think, oh no he's a bad guy, but then she gets violent and like yanks him in, you know, mm-hmm. then you're like, whoa, she's now meeting his violence. Like there's this weird push and pull Mr. and Mrs. Smith on a, st- it's weird. But she, I felt just
2: like she was using him there. Like it was like, cause she, she showed like a disgust afterwards as, as well. Like it was, I don't know. I don't know how to read. It is
0: that. a complex scene. And I think you need to watch it more than the one time before you start. Okay judging uh what's happening in that scene because there's just too many moving parts because again having seen it four times now i I read it different than i did the first time however it is ambiguous as hell this whole movie leans on ambiguity quite a bit and i think that's why travis especially is having trouble with them not giving enough backstory because they can't give the backstory you want and maintain the ambiguity so From moment one, they're playing off this idea that is he or isn't he a crazy guy? And for like three quarters of the movie, you really don't get a solid answer to where when he finally does on the ground in his front yard about to be murdered, admit, you know, hey, it's me and I've known him the whole time and all this right before Ed Harris gets shotgunned brutally Mm -hmm. in the back. I should have killed you back in Philly until the, mm-hmm. I should have killed you back in Philly moment. You really could say, you know, 50, 50, whether or not any of this is what you think it is, or if it's just malicious behavior by Ed Harris's character. So when you finally come to that moment, that's really when for the first time, the ambiguity is stripped away and now it's a different movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now he moved there, not not as a witness protection, but actually to get away from that history, right? Yes, yes. So, I don't know if he played up the uncomfortable uncomfortableness of the news covering him. Oh, go back really and watch. Ha- he does home. a whole lot of no. Like, he was uncomfortable.
3: A lot little, of, little ooh, subtle stuff. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Looks. You but know.
2: if I was hiding from that guy. <laughs> mm. my ass would be wearing uh, i don't know paintball mask all the time but here's the when problem the are there.
0: if he was acting like that there would be no ambiguity right right he has to play it close to the vest as an actor too because you have to maintain the sense that for the audience's sake equal 50-50 is he this guy they think he is or is he you know being identified incorrectly because of this news coverage so go back and watch it again your homework mm-hmm. for this week uh, and look for the kind of masterful way Cronenberg gets them to give you enough information if you'll bite on the the bait. Right. But plenty of counter information to where if you choose, you know, the Windy theory side where he is just crazy. You could for most of the movie be like, yeah, I'm right. He's just he's you know, they're they're wrong or he's crazy. You know, it isn't what it seems. And then when they finally confirm it, you're just like, oh, never mind.
2: Yeah. See I never went that he was crazy. They definitely did a good job at, at hammering home that what was happening was happening. Like the Ed Harris yeah. character was there. He knew him. But
0: what if he was crazy off camera and they just didn't show you those parts?
2: Who's that? Uh Vigo?
0: Yeah. What if what if Vigo was actually schizophrenic and they just uh forgot to put that in until the YouTube video pointed it out. <laughs> that but that's irrelevant. Because I
2: just, I honestly was sitting there thinking he's either A, living a double or lived a double life that his family doesn't know. B, he does have split personality, you know, primal fear style before, and it's not an act. He actually is having these, these blackouts or whatever and doesn't realize he's doing that. Or, I never thought he was crazy. I I just thought that maybe he was running from a past life. Obviously, the title kind of helps you out there. Uh, But you have to determine whether he was faking the whole time or if he actually has a split personality. And once that's revealed that he does not, but I never thought he was crazy.
0: Well, split personality to me is a form of crazy. Maybe my terms are archaic. I, yeah. I'm not a psychiatrist, but a split personality um, who could live a separate life and totally lock away uh, crimes committed in the past. No, I mean crazy. crazy, like
2: the the Ed Harris character being in his head kind of crazy. Like his behavior well, was pretty
1: the, the only, in your face. They only alluded to the Ed Harris character possibly being in his head once and it was very short. Oh, no no no. Because... I
0: I never yeah, I didn't mean to imply that Ed Harris didn't exist and he had a ghost man chasing him. I mean like well, he's literally unaware that he had a past and has like somehow closed right. it off from
2: Gotcha. Right. No. Yeah, you're
0: right. I I got you. Now, the Ed Harris is a crazy I got you ghost both, theory. I'm digging that. Let's go back and <laughs> no, <laughs> Not crazy no, 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 no.
2: Just his behavior being misinterpreted by the characters. Like they at no point did he do anything that was kinda
0: well, I'm not really
2: sure what his angle is. Like I knew his angle. I never looked at him as wishy washy or who, Ed Harris? Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing about him that you could read as gray area. Like he was He was yeah. doing no, that. No, he was, well, he no, was wearing Harris a was...
0: black and white suit. So right. I mean, it speaks <laughs> for itself, guys.
1: No, Ed Harris was definitely there because not only did uh Yeah, other people saw him. Yeah, the, right. yeah. his his wife talked to him, so if he was there.
0: His wife even exists. Third-party verification, guys. Word. Um, yeah. Edie.
1: Edie is her name. Edie. Talked to him at the diner, and then the only time when it was kind of like iffy was when he was at the diner really early, and he saw the car pull up and then pull away. Right. And in his head, he was like, I mean, it was presented as, I'm going nuts. I'm paranoid, right? Right. But I wouldn't say that that's crazy. Like, no. Paranoid in the situation, knowing what we it's know justified. now, is totally justified. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and so much so that he calls his wife, get the shotgun, runs home. Uh, you know, and then, but then again, the next scene, or you know, next scene, two scenes later, or whatever, Ed Harris shows up and he's but babysitting then, their daughter, basically.
2: Even then, I was thinking. Uh, when he showed up at the diner, the first time. Uh, you're still not thinking that he, uh, that Vigo's character has a past. Like, no, you you're don't almost know. thinking that th- these are the follow-ups to the other guys. Yes. So it's like, okay, you killed my guys. Now you got to deal with me. Yes. You know, uh, that's how I read it. Until obviously he's kept calling him a different name, and then then I'm like, okay, yeah, he's Joey. Definitely, yeah, Joey. He's definitely got a uh, history, and obviously the title kept popping up. So actually, the title, the title
1: gives you everything, gives you, everything you need thing, yeah. to decode this mu- this movie. You just as you're watching it, you you're just in in denial,
2: right? It's just a matter of is is it is it him, or is it his uh, rage, you know, caused personality change, yeah. which it's not.
1: No, and it's yeah, you know, it's very clear that yeah, it's, it's him. I thought um another. A uh, thing that I thought about after I watched the movie and I had some some time to think about it, um, the history of violence. I didn't ever feel like any of his violent acts in the movie were, uh, you know, slimy in the way a mob In <laughs> no, no, slimy in the way that a mobster's violence would right. be slimy. His brother, right. Right. Yes, his brother's violence was totally slimy, like you would expect yeah, from a sit mom. Sit down boss. with you and then whack. Exactly.
2: You, have my guy whack you. Right. Well, turn around. Um.
1: <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about that because every time, you know, t- the character Tom had it, you know, exhibited an act of violence. It was like, it was like martial arts. It, yeah, was, it was like self defense. Yeah. It was. It was like watching. Um chuck norris
2: right it was like a born you know? identity thing where it's like all of a sudden he gets muscle memory yeah it, yeah
1: it's on al- <laughs> it's almost like he was like a uh a navy seal right or something like that his his violence was like super precise you know yeah it it wasn't like godfather you, you it was know like john rambo in, in the know, diner reaction, violence
2: reactionary. yeah reactionary so Look at us go back to season one. I don't don't know how to feel about
1: that.
0: Well, you know, he keeps talking about how he went out to the desert and killed Joey, you know? Yeah. And so we don't know how Joey operated, and they intentionally leave it ambiguous, right? Here we are again. Yeah. By not showing us how he used to operate. So now what you're left with is Tom with some muscle memory of Joey. Joey. So I think that's, yeah, I think they gave you what you're looking for, right? You don't see Mm -hmm. him like, you know, hanging a guy up from a rope and then baiting other guys in and then hitting them all with some fancy like over the top you know b movie action way. no, he just gets into the situation and then gets out of the situation
2: oh, they did pound that guy's nose off that was awesome <laughs> <Which is laughs> yeah, but well, i'm so.
1: what I'm saying is i I see mob violence as so say Ed Harris's character visits him in the diner, and he said and he and Tom, in his mind, says the only way to deal with this is to put a bullet in his head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he, you know, does what he needs to do to get him, you know, whatever, slimy, and just put a bullet in his head and, you know, leave the gun, take the cannolis, boom, does right. what he has to do. That's mob violence. Right. Right. It, this whole like taking on three guys with martial arts kind of tactics is not mob violence. Right. you, know it's I mean? like
2: you saw the Patriot, right? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that, that Mel Gibson character. Like you, you fuck around, find out basically, you know, I'm going to yeah. keep to myself, but if you're going to push me and put a gun to my son's yeah. head and rape my wife in front of me, like all these things are going to happen. That's
1: that is, that's that kind of violence is rage violence.
2: Right. Well, th- isn't that kind of like what he had? I mean, it was self defense, but it was he did seem to have a snapping point in this movie. Like it wasn't. Yeah. He, he controlled himself to the point where he couldn't anymore. Like the girl, they were going to kill that waitress. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to allow that to happen.
1: But he didn't so, get
0: mad. He just took action. So I don't know that right. I would call that rage violence.
1: No, I wouldn't call it rage violence either. Um, it, the way they were describing Joey, it was it reminded me, it was like they were describing, um, what's the brother in uh, in The Godfather? Sonny. Sonny. It's like they were describing yeah. Sonny. Yeah. And Act- I don't... Actions without thought. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And And Tom definitely was not that. Mm-mm. And the violence that Tom showed when he did show violence, it was not, the mob style violence.
2: Right. Well, when he was in Philly, he was Sonny got him in a lot of trouble. So he had to be move and become Michael. Basically. I would so just
0: argue that Joey really is dead, you know, and this Tom is not Joey. Like Tom may have once been Joey. Right. But Tom is not Joey. You know, these are he's Joey a new man. A yeah. And yeah. I, and I Tom, think the movie and... plays a lot with redemption. And it asks a lot of questions about, you know, commitment and family. And it it makes some interesting statements on, you know, a person's past versus their, you know, present and future, uh, in a bigger sense than just like, did you used to kill people, you know? Right. But what are the skeletons in your closet that could inhibit your current self, and how do you live with them, and how do you how do the people around you, you know, rectify? who you are now with who you used to be.
2: It kind of reminds me of The Walking Dead. How many people have you killed? Yeah. And why? How many walkers? How many walkers have you killed? How many people? And why? why? So it's like, you want to know about this guy's history, but do you? You can see his behavior now, you're like, okay, well maybe whatever he did that made his life what it was, maybe it was justified? I mean, we see how this Ed Harris's character is. Maybe he deserved the shit that he got from Joey. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. So it's like Joey ran things the way Joey did, and now Joey's dead. You know, it's you got a family now. You have
3: to be
2: more like yeah. Tom.
1: Yeah, you, you trade in the uh, trade yeah. in the Joey, trade <laughs> in the old handgun for a uh, a shotgun. Yeah, and you, and you trade in the uh, you know the. Slimy, I don't know what we, what you would call that—the choking you with a wire from behind. You just trade it in for some
2: Chuck Norris chops. Good, good self defense. Because some MMA. Hmm.
1: I wonder if he like, like trained with uh, like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you know, like or, over, like overseas, and or prison. Alfred, or Alfred. Yeah, maybe he went to see Alfred. Hmm. Got some training. It seems like that's what he did. Yeah. Some anger management.
0: Everybody needs a hobby, man. Why not do a little karate in your free time? You guys mentioned The Walking Dead. Now, are you aware that this movie, A History of Violence, is based on a graphic novel?
2: Yes. No.
0: Now, even if you didn't know that, you might have noticed that certain shots, especially during the diner scene, have that kind of proto uh Zack Snyder like this was obviously a photo frame or a frame in a comic the way you know you, if you watch more comic book adaptation movies like direct adaptations you'll start to notice how they'll frame shots and it's almost like it begins before the comic page and goes through right. the comic page and kind of continues on and stops and you'll notice this framing style from 2005 but on as we watch a few more movies down the road you'll be like, oh, hey, that was definitely a frame in the comic. Like, yes. set camera, yeah. person moving, stops in the middle, oh, that's the frame, kind of keeps going, makes it look fluid. Like, you're going to see that a lot.
2: There's your splash page. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, just like The Walking Dead, though, based on a graphic novel.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I Somebody who has read the books and then watched the show, There, are, there are times where... You literally see the page on the screen, and you do see that snapshot like it moves in the frame you have to boom there it is there's the cover to. there's the there's the uh there's the scene there's that four panel shot mhm and uh I mean that's to me what made the show so likable was the fact that you were basically seeing that happen so like you said, there are some movies where that happens, and you're just like, yeah. Like the bat, the Batman had that a few times where it's like you almost saw the the David Finch uh, artwork right there on the screen. Like it was just like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I think Snyder did the same thing with the uh, Batman in his universe. Like a lot of Frank Miller Dark Knight
1: gives you the warm fuzzies whenever you warm see warm fuzzies. Yeah, yeah, and what's really and weird done, is right?
0: especially the earlier Zack Snyder stuff. Uh, when you go back and then read the book after the fact. You'd be like, oh, I remember this panel. I'm like, yeah, that mm-hmm. shot was cool. Good job, Zach. Like, <laughs> it's an interesting thing that happened from, I mean, you know, right in that early aughts to kind of up until Iron Man. You know, there's a period when Iron Man and Dark Knight come out where suddenly the focus is more cinematic than it is comic. You know, we're not seeing as many right. direct adaptations. Now we're seeing these, what they do now, where they're like, oh, hey, remember that story arc from the like early 90s? let's take that, but we don't need to recreate how it looks, but let's just steal the plot point points and make it Disney, which is fine. I'm not sure if Iron Man
2: suffers from that, but I'm most of them do. I think the first Iron Man kind of, it it does a very good job at having those framed moments. But I agree with you that that went away very fast.
0: I miss it, (laughs) but it's limiting, right? Like, if you're Marvel or if you're DC and you're like, Hey, we've got a hundred years of comics that we're going to pull from. You're not going to be like, but we have to maintain the integrity of the book. You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, if they did a kingdom come
0: movie, if you could find me a universe in which they would make a movie out of kingdom come or just straight up the long Halloween, you know, I know the Batman took a lot of it. And so they probably can never do that as a movie again, but you know, these epic, well-put-together storybooks. Like, oh my God, we're just never going to see it. They just don't do it. So when you have a movie like this that seems pretty faithful to the source material or other ones we might talk about later, you got to relish those a little bit because we're not going to get those mm-hmm. anymore. The time has passed.
2: That's why I'm looking forward to this, this Sandman TV show. This series is coming out. It looks a lot like the comics. Uh And I think Constantine... Um, is another one where that it really sticks
3: to the that art, fr- the frames, the art artwork. I'm a fan of that. I agree, but
2: it it does. If the art, if the director is someone who respects, like if you're not all Disneyed, uh, following orders, and you're like a, like a John Favreau, where he comes in with an idea based on his love of the source material. Then he will figure out a way to hit the points that need to be hit. That's why the Mandalorian did so well because they basically said, uh, "Screw Disney, <laughs> Dave Filoni and I, we created this world. We're gonna we're gonna make it live action," and they did a good job.
0: I hear that show's good. Tis, man. How did we end up with another Philly movie? What is up? I forgot this totally that it was Philadelphia, and then as soon as they start talking about it, I just I'm giggling like, "Oh God, we did it again." Philly
2: movies are great. I'm curious as to where they filmed the. I don't know where that is. I know they did that little shot of him on the road where it said Central Philly, which I think is on ninety five, but I don't know if they flew here to do a location shot of Philly or if they just kind of did some stock footage. I don't know. I mean, it kind of reflects on his face. It says Central Philly on the on the green sign.
1: Yeah, the um. There was one shot I could tell it was from the the vine. Vine, yeah. Yeah, it was the he was driving in on the vine, Vine Street Expressway.
3: Yeah,
2: but uh, where that bar was, ob- yeah, obviously where done. the mansion. I'm assume, assuming maybe like the main line. I don't know. I I they didn't really do enough location shots to yeah. where you're like, oh, I know where that is.
0: Hey, so what are we watching next week? Mm. Is there anything? I don't know. Is there anything important going on the week of? Uh, November twenty third. I can't think of anything. I don't. Is there? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe holidays. Maybe I should consider some travel. Travel. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I do we I have? I think any... I'm doing that. I'm trying to think of some <laughs> options for travel. Like, do people still take trains? Land? Is that a thing? Like planes, trains, and automobiles? I mean that that's interesting. You could
2: probably do some of that.
1: You think Definitely. we ought
0: to take some trains and planes and automobiles and
2: go 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 somewhere? I would say that yeah, it's good. it's a good Thanksgiving uh venture. Okay, have you ever seen that? No, you've never seen. I've that. only heard of it.
0: Is that what we're wa- uh, what we're watching? Oh my God, we're
2: totally watching this movie.
0: We're watching that <laughs> movie. Okay, you've never seen it. You've heard of it. We're doing it. Uh, planes, comma trains. You forgot and the automobiles. Keys for the fucking car. uh
2: yeah. We're doing
0: it. Hey, uh, is there an Oxford comma in the title of that movie? Does anyone know?
2: Uh, (laughs) Is that where there's a comma and the end? The ampersand?
1: Yeah, there should be. There is no Oxford
0: comma in the movie. Uh, So it's planes, comma, trains, and automobiles. And guys, that's the way I prefer it. So hey, I'm on board. Is that how you're going to say it every
2: time? No. (laughs) comma, Comma, like silent night, comma, deadly
0: night? Planes, comma, trains, ampersand, automobiles, Ampersand. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. bust out an ampersand now and then. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. so I'm yes,
1: a, I'm a fan of the Oxford comma. Myself, so this is our
2: first ampersand and our first 69 episode. Nice.
0: This is yeah. a watershed moment.
2: <laughs> Wait, we might have had another ampersand somewhere.
0: <laughs> if we I did, we didn't pronounce it. So here we are. This is true. Uh, next week uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, we will be doing some planes, comma, trains, ampersand, Automobiles.
2: Nice. Do you know anything about it? Like do you no. know who's in it?
0: Uh, I think
1: it's kind of in this uh I, I could be wrong, obviously, but uh I think it's in the same family as uh like Animal House. That kind of like um I don't oh. know, Bill Murray, like that maybe kind of humor? that kind of like Ghostbusters. Or okay. maybe it's more like airplane, or like the, uh, no, but I think it's like more like Bill Murray. I don't know. Well, I guess it's we'll Bill find Murray, out you know? next week. Yeah, I'm I'm not totally sure. Um, uh, what's the uh the one the, a caddyshack like that kind of okay maybe, thing or maybe it's a. Are there uh, any other like movies National that you can Lampoon name the title kind of, of
0: that you think it might be similar to? So,
2: so you you would say that uh maybe, this movie. <laughs> Is in the same world? Maybe. Universe as Caddyshack. Okay. Maybe.
1: But I also well, have see. never seen Caddyshack, so. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah. All yeah. You
3: know. Okay. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> Me, too. Me, too. S- some introductions will be uh, necessary.
0: Noise, And some familiar names will be in the credits. Yes. I'm sure. Which you never read anyway, so you'll find out later. <laughs> guys, thank our listeners for sticking around to this.
1: Thanks, listeners. You guys are great, and definitely check out this movie. It's we we shit on it a lot, but it's it's actually very very good. I didn't shit on it. Did you shit on it? I mean, we we had
0: problems. I mean, you pretty much I only, only talked just... about the things you didn't like, but oh yeah,
2: but the I mean, you had you had opinions. Uh, yeah, we talked about the good things. I mean, the effects. I I love the effects.
0: I love the characters. I said the yeah. acting was good. Yeah. Finally, one they liked. Thank you for joining us on the Remedial Film Class podcast. As always, you can find us at facebook.com/slash remedialfilmpod. We'll be back next week with the Thanksgiving special: Planes, comma, trains, ampersand, automobiles. Dan, have
1: you ever seen Road to Perdition?
0: I have, but it was like on TV in high school. Right, that's Tom okay. Hanks I've, in the like twenties, right? Is that a yes? Like a Prohibition era. It's a coming of age story, yeah. Kind of. Have you seen it, tribe? Yes. Um, definitely watch that movie. I would much sooner watch that than American Beauty.
1: I'll put it. That American way. Beauty is a fantastic movie. And won it so pretty. many awards. It it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I. It's very frustrating to me that you will not watch it it's so good
0: well that's the bit right
2: it's it's so frustrating <laughs> to me because it's, it's like, like American Beauty it's, and the Wendy Theory are two f- most frustrating yeah, things
3: about the show
0: <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time and you will not watch it <sighs> but what if I watch It'd it and me. it sucks what does that do for my opinion of you then guys
1: all 12 Monkeys just tell me it sucks <laughs> I, hey, listen. <laughs> it's fine you're entitled it's cool because it also, it it was nominated for editing uh, when it came out, and it did not win, but it should have.
2: What did it lose to? I don't remember. Hmm. Hmm. This is a Google moment, because if it was a really good movie that was well edited, well, then it makes sense. <laughs>
1: well, it, it after Dan watches it, I'll tell him why. Okay. There's a whole YouTube video oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not a Wendy Theory video. No, it's, it's, it's not. actually it's just... like a documentary with the guys that were making it that, you know, when the director was making this movie, he didn't realize he was making this movie. He thought he was making like a courtroom drama movie. Hmm. And then they edited it, and it, they made it just a million times better. It's It's so good. Very frustrating that you won't watch it.